Hello, wrestling fans. This is your good friend, Rafa Sparza, coming to you again on this wonderful New Year's Day. It is 2018, the very first day of 2018, which means that you guys deserve a podcast that will set you off on the right foot. So that means you guys get to listen to myself, my good friend, Mike Stallings. Mike, how are you doing today? Good, Raph. Are you good? Like, are you, where are you at, sir? Mad at you right now. Why are you mad at me? Well, because you made me think about things. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made me think, and I don't feel, and I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> is that is that where you're at right now? Mike, yeah. I, I want you to think about a few things more. First of all, it's the beginning of a New Year's, which means that it's time for the Royal Rumble. Am I right? Yeah, breaking news. Breaking news, we have John Cena, who has announced that he will be participating in the Royal Rumble. He had to actually tweet about it. That is how we get this information. What are your first thoughts on this? Well, like I, I was interested that Kurt Angle had to remind us that he was entered to the men's side of the Royal Rumble. So it, You know what? John Cena, sometimes you don't see him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so is he technically being both? <laughs> What if John Cena was in the ring the whole time and was never fully eliminated in a Royal Rumble match and was like, yo, I was in the ring the whole time. I would lose my shit. I would literally, I'd sit there, I'd go, you know what? Somebody would yell out, Cena sucks, and I'd be like, not today. I think that's the only way I could be into like Cena doing that. That's the only angle you could take with that. I think it'd be the the right evolution. You know, like, good jokes should always have an arc. Like, characters in Marvel movies have arcs. It's just like, oh, follow Captain America's arc. Before he's a soldier, then he becomes somebody who's against the government. Then he hates his best friend, but loves his other best friend. Captain America's arc. Who? Bucky? Oh, dude, those movies, like, Captain America's love for Bucky is so fucking ridiculous where he's just like i can't give up on him yes he can dude he's got a crypto arm that's gonna fucking take your life and yet tony stark the dude who's been by your side this whole time is like yo maybe we should register names and you're gonna get into a bitch fight with him over this shit nope nope team iron man I have no idea what you're talking about. I just was stoked that I remember that Tony Stark is Iron Man. You should. It's a very important part of the Marvel series. I stopped watching them. I, I Something's like wrong with my inner nerd. I just gave up on those movies. I don't know. Is something wrong with me? Uh, No, it just means that you've gotten used to the same story being told. Right. Uh, which isn't wrong. But, I mean, here's what I'll say. I feel like comic book nerds have something akin to pro wrestling nerds. I feel there's a little bit of connection there, and I feel there's some overlap. So just like you not necessarily going to see those movies, there are definitely nerds who are like, I used to watch, but I don't watch right now. But then like a month and a half later, they're going to hear that somebody showed up, and they're going to be like, wait, I'm sorry, word, who showed up? Was that that last week? Cool, I think I'm going to go. And then like, that's what they do. Anyway. Uh, I guess what I really want to impress upon everybody is this. When we talk about John Cena coming back, it's now news when he's far away and has to tweet it in. I wish I could tweet it in. Is there anybody that you think would have, like, 
done more of the live tweet via satellite if they could because my first thought is if you gave hogan the option in wcw he would have basically live tweeted his way out of appearing as many things as he did back then could you imagine if they had the internet back then and they were they had the touts and the tweets and the and the pudding pops <laughs> yeah exactly uh, i still like the idea that like hogan just like really phones it in because like hogan has twitter now but he uses it like an old person does where he just like i think he writes hh dash hh at the end of all of his tweets yeah. as if we forget My dad why don't they call him why don't they call him double h Ooh, that's a good question does he did he write that did you think he bought that domain <laughs> Triple H just bought all of the all H's. The H's. Yeah. <laughs> How deep would it have to? At least <laughs> ten deep, at least, right? It just oh, like geez. gets out Steph, and he's just like Steph. I just bought another one. Now I have H's two through nine. Pretty soon he's gonna buy Sesame Street letters. I, I you need him to. That's what you should tweet, Meltzer. How much do you think each H and Triple H cost? <laughs> <laughs> at least one grand per H. Uh, anyway, so now we're at this place where uh, John Cena is there. Royal Rumble comes up in a few weeks. How do you feel about the female Royal Rumble? Well, I was when he said that there's 30, 30 women participating in it. It kind of made you pop, like, oh, there's thirty girls on the roster. So it makes you kind of like do the math. So it's gonna kind of be interesting with, you know, the dynamic with who they're gonna bring back, if they're gonna do any call ups, all that jazz. But again, I also thought it was kind of. I don't know. I don't know if they feel like it's the first time we've ever watched it. If they have to do that, like periodically, to get the casual viewers to, you know, get with it. Like if nobody's ever heard of the Royal Rumble, but, or if it's just the day and age we live in where Kurt Angle had to tell us what's good for the guys is good for the girls, meaning that they're, if you thought that they're going to have to go out the second rope and that's an elimination, no, they're going over <laughs> the top rope, like the big boys. Like, well, get ready for that. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of. I mean, does that add or take away from it? I don't know, Mike. I just know that I'm all about real equality. And <laughs> I know one thing for certain, which is I won't acknowledge either of these Royal Rumble winners until they face each other in a Royal Rumble. Like, who's the girl that's going to go out there and just like, I don't know how I'm feeling. I don't know what my gender pronoun is. So I'm gonna. it's going to be a game time decision which one I'm in. That's true. I mean, listen, there's... A few transgenders, Royal Rumble that are going to happen. Uh, they just said that they added more genders on the California license plates, which in, has infuriated the exact people you think it would. And if you're listening and you're infuriated about it, you've got far more time than I do. I legitimately want to know what timeline you think, what year that would like actually happen. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I, I really don't know those things, but I, I do know this. Okay, so yes. Uh, I think it's great. Female Royal Rumble, awesome. Maybe a little weird because anytime you see the WWE do something, even if you get mildly excited about it, I think you always have to remind yourself, oh, and that oh sounds terrible, but that's really just you trying to make sure you've prepared yourself for when they inevitably fuck it up. So that's like a safety mechanism a defense mechanism to making sure that you say oh don't get too excited they're gonna fuck this up somehow i don't know how yet but i i know it's coming 
Is that the state of where we're at, or is that just like conditioned to them trying so hard to find a first time thing, the first women's Money in the Bank match, the first ever? You know what I mean? I, I mean, mean, how different is that from way back when? Brett contends he's the one that started the ladder match. Uh, you know, and part of that was because he said he brought it to Vince and then Vince pioneered it. Like, there's something that I feel we're always going to have. It's part of the reason why when one of my friends puts up like a light tube match and they're not necessarily a huge pro wrestling fan, but they're putting it up because they're like, look at this batshit craziness. It's because it does get people to look at it. So I don't know. I, I just know that the minute I saw all of the females in there and I thought, that's so awesome. They get their own Royal Rumble. Oh, wait. No, they're gonna fuck it up, aren't they? Shit. But how the, how are they gonna fuck it up? Okay, so that's touching back to something you're talking about. Are they gonna fuck it up in angle, or are they gonna fuck it up like actually in work? Like, you think it's just gonna be clunky, or like it'll be conditioned to be like they're not gonna be able to write it out? There's no way. I don't know. Well, that goes back into your your field. I mean, a lot depends on your girl coming through. Which which girl? Double R. You're talking about Ronda Rousey, the fact that they're teasing her as somebody, but that she probably won't win the Royal Rumble. Well, that's again, it's because we know her film schedule. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? We knew Jericho's concert schedule. I mean, are they trying to get that savvy or is it just like we're just wishing upon a star? Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Like I, that's the. Because what are we doing? I was watching Raw right now, and they're already having Oscar versus Alexa Bliss, and that would be a WrestleMania match if Ronda Rousey was not going to be involved. So them giving it to us now, you know what I mean? That's You're naturally going to – because it's been hyped for so long. Yeah, I feel like they're also under pressure because tonight's really the first night that they're without big football, but they get college football, which is also super – fucking annoying around this time so i think they're they they have that throw everything at the wall and see what sticks because they know if they make it through the football season people tend to come back a little bit more so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they give you a few more freebies um, because that seemed to be the thing and if we're really gearing toward what i think they want next mike they'll always want network television but they're putting so much shit into the digital content that I, I feel more and more of that is supposed to relax you for the idea of that you're not supposed to know what feels like an event anymore. That you just have to tune in all the time. Well, that was what we had to do back in the VHS days. You know, I mean, you had no, you had no other choice. But now, I find, I think it's interesting with you saying that that they're doing this whole Facebook. It's not on Facebook Live. They're doing the mixed, the mixed tag team challenge. Yeah. But on, but they want. I think it's more. I mean, it's a great idea, but I think it's just more, they're more um, trying the fact, they're trying the platform, the yeah. Facebook Live, than more than seeing, oh, we have an original, con-, you know, because the the Cruiserweight Challenge, that was original. They got the indie guys in. There was some kind of novelty to that, and then they did it again. It got kind of passe, but it was still kind of cool to see, what, you know, different venue with the British one. And then I feel like it kind of lost its steam, and that's what they're trying to do when they are giving you these network things, but throwing it all. They, I'd even watch the women's one, the Mae Young Classic, because just the way they put it out there, like you're, when you, when they get confused to what you were saying about the viewing, like if you can't really stream it because it's something that you can just leave there, 
it doesn't feel urgent like when you had to watch the last 10 minutes of raw back in the attitude era when you didn't know what the fuck stone cold was going to do or at the nwo and i feel like they're trying to focus more on what you were saying the advertisers and making the front of the show polished so people will view it like as it rolls out with the three hours so that's an interesting thing so now that we we evolve into that i think it's interesting to note how they are using Facebook Live, and I think that's a, a huge tool. Like, I I get so geeked out when I see uh, the Santino brothers do some of their live feeds. Uh, you know, when they go Facebook Live, I, I geek out when I see other organizations go Facebook Live because it makes you feel as part of something bigger that's happening. Wrestle Kingdom's just really approaching us very quickly. And I think that's really cool. And I have to say, I was watching uh, Ryzen over in Japan, which is an <laughs> MMA organization. Now, you want to talk about copyright infringement. Do you want to hear how this all went down? Please. Okay. First of all. Copy, copyright on New Japan or copyright on? Uh, you know what? Let me just describe what ideas. I'm describing. And then you tell me what copyright infringements you hear. Right. Okay. All right, here we go. First things first. So when we get there, Gabby Garcia is essentially taking on a grandma. Gra Gabby Garcia is a very uh, larger female competitor. Uh, you know, it's it's tough to find her somebody that's going to match up with her size-wise, but she's amazing. She's a very, very well-accomplished jiu-jitsu practitioner who is making her transition into MMA. And you think, well, that's got to be great. Do they have people for her? The answer not a lot, especially in Japan where they say something to the effect of, well, let's just give her anybody. And they've done that a couple times to the point where they gave her a grandma, like a, like a 51-year-old lady. No, it was a 49-year-old pro wrestler who bounced across the ropes straight into her ham fists. And uh, that was a fun one. So Gabby has never really been challenged. But this time they said, let's give her a real challenge. And I was like, oh, who's that real challenge? Uh, somebody that they were having a pro wrestling angle walk in to give her shit who was a little bit younger. No, not her. Instead, they gave her a 51-year-old. <laughs> okay? This 51-year-old woman and Gabby Garcia had contractually agreed. Just to make it clear, she's not 51. They had contractually agreed to have this bout. When they show up for the weigh-ins, which are themselves a weird oh, no. mix of everything. There's, to paint the scene, a, a lot of melee. Some of the people dressed up like Alice in Wonderland. There's a little bit of a cosplay feel of it. Amazing. Again, that's from Pride Fighting, and I'm still with it. But there's a large cup of noodles that just hangs out in the background. Now, I'm talking about major sponsorship. And the fact that they have just the cup of noodle guy who just is looking around going, yup. I'm in a couple all, noodles costume. All I can see is uh, instead of the girls, remember the fight girls that had the for Mayweather and McGregor, just two cup of noodles would be so much better. Bruh, that was exactly what it was. <laughs> so anyway, but it was a dude, I think. It's hard to tell because in Japan, especially with Gabby Garcia, anything goes. So Gabby Garcia goes up. After the grandma makes weight. And yes, she is 51. I was referring to the fact that Gabby Garcia is herself not 51. She is probably late 20s, maybe early 30s, if anything. But very young. I guess I'm saying Gabby Garcia 
has not lived in as many centuries, if we're being <laughs> honest. So Grandma goes up, hits weight. Gabby Garcia makes her way to the scale. And um, they use this weird metric known as KG uh, when they talk about weight. So Mike asked me how many KG she came in over. How, how many did she? 12, which is in real people weight, 26 <laughs> pounds overweight. So Mike, we talk about sometimes like uh, contracted fights for championships won't even go if you're any over. There's no limit, but there's usually a one pound allowance. Eh. Gabby Garcia showed up 25 over, which tells you a couple of things. One. Did she come down with the worst case of steroids ever, ever in the world? Like, and two, it's Japan. They don't give a fuck about that shit. You just got to show up. So guess what? <laughs> the next day, they see something that I've never seen before in a fighting organization ever. And Mike, when I tell you what happens here, I kid you not, I'm at home fielding so many questions from people. At 1 a.m. in the morning. Normally, you hear from one to two people max at 1 a.m. in the morning. It's usually a pretty quiet time at night. No, multiple people are like, Raph, what the fuck's happening? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out with you. Let's see what's going on. So the president of Ryzen gets into the ring with the grandma in question. And they begin to admonish Gabby Garcia. And you think maybe Gabby Garcia isn't there. No, 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 no. The camera turns to her. She is sitting ringside. Now, Mike, what does this sound like to you? What does it sound like they are trying to do? I. That's just Vince. I don't know. <laughs> they're trying to. They're putting a full wrestling it right. It's I, feeling I, I, remarkably like wrestling, and they're saying things. It's a hundred percent wrestling. Now they're saying things like Gabby Garcia, you were supposed to make weight. You didn't make weight. And meanwhile, her opponent, who at the day, previous day's weigh-ins had been saying, this is a disgrace. You see the president acknowledge this when he says, yeah, you know, a lot of people said, why is this match even happening? But contracts were signed, okay? And it's Gabby's fault. And I was like, oh, my God, he heel-turned her, too. Like, he came out separately? Yeah, he basically said, like, hey, uh, oh I know God. this is a batshit fight. We knew that. Duh. 51-year-old. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, multiple-time champion, who's way bigger than her. But, you know, really. He has a double, there's a double, weird double turn. It was amazing. So now, he's turning against Gabby Garcia. And you think they're going to leave it alone. But the grandma gets back on the microphone and she's like, you know what? Let's just do it. You're here. I'm here. I'm going to die in a year. Whatever. So Gabby slowly makes her way to the ring. Now, as a pro wrestling fan, what are you expecting in this moment, Mike? Um, for her to, yeah, she jumps over the guardrail and they're going to have a match. Okay. No, no security. I mean, Gronk even got security. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So Gabby Garcia makes his way, her way. Sorry. She <laughs> makes her way into the ring. This is a very mean thing. I do not mean it that way, but just shut up. When she makes her way into the ring, she gives a speech. Okay. And her speech is essentially, guys, I'm so sad. I I tried to make weight. I know I did make weight. What? And sometimes we go through things. And I just want to say, I'm sorry I don't make weight. 
and I give everything for you. So is it? She did it in English. Yeah, it was fully in English. So oh, what I'm on. doing isn't far off, but it's definitely not super accurate, but it's pretty close. So when she does this at the very end, Mike, she looks over at Grandma and she utters these words. Huh, I'm so sorry. And I give you your match. In yeah. one year. No. Yep. No. Okay, yep. so this is where you ask me what they're doing. What are they doing, Mike? That is, are you kidding me? They're rock John cena yep, this? Yep, yep. <laughs> so. A year out. <laughs> my joke was, what a bold move from Gabby Garcia. So I found that picture of, you know, uh, is it LeVar Burton that, like, is the black dude who points to his face or his, his head and is, like, smart. Mm, see, I'm smart. That meme? Oh, no. It, yeah, it's like if yeah. LeVar Burden. No, LeVar Burden was a host of Reading Rainbow. Yeah, I know, dude. That's not LeVar Burden, is it? It's like a thug LeVar Burden. Dude, I was hoping it was a thug LeVar Burden because I want to be like, yeah, he reads book, motherfucker. If you don't read, Le- LeVar Burden's going to kick some fucking ass yeah, right that's now, Lamar, That's Lamar Burden. Lamar Burden. His twin <laughs> brother we never hear about. No, Mike, what happens next is I thought, make the meme where it's that dude who points to his head and is, like, smart and have it say, can't lose to a 51-year-old grandma if she dies within the next year. Think about that. What? Who? Now I think that's a viable angle, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, I was going to give you shit for it, but I'm like, yeah, dude, what if? Because she has to train. That would be amazing to see, like, uh, them do training videos. Remember when, Sto- um, was it Stone Cold versus Shane or Vince? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was versus Vince. It was going to be Stone Cold versus Vince, and they did those weird training videos where Shane McMahon was coaching him in the gym. Like, they should do a total Rocky Ivan Drago montage of the two of them training for, like, the whole HBO 26 UFC. pounds, Mike. <laughs> I want to repeat this. <laughs> Because I can't emphasize saying. it enough. 26 pounds. The discrepancy between the two training films. That's what I'm saying. You're going to watch her and she's going to cry through it the whole time. So it made I'm me sorry. think, though. One of my friends and put it. Third grade. One of my friends put it so succinctly, though, when he goes. Uh, and this is my, my good friend, Brian and Catherine. He goes, now Gabby Garcia's coming in 26 pounds, overweight, but also has a perfect six pack. Now tell me that makes sense. And I was like, oh god, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty. Is nice. Gabby the Garcia the one that put that like shows her like deadlifts and shit on, or is that Cyborg, where she's like deadlifting three fifteen and putting it on Facebook Live uh, and people were like one and the same. Uh, I, they, they essentially are one and the same to me. So is that like a is that like a dream <laughs> match? Is that like I'm a so dream sorry. match? Oh man, I'm so sorry. I forgot my favorite comment in the world. So the the grandma, the fifty one year old grandma, had like peroxide like blonde hair if you would and Gabby Garcia looks like Gabby Garcia and so someone said hey guys China and Jeff Jarrett are continuing their feud Oh, and I died laughing I Mike I just no that's perfect oh man I don't I don't know if I'll ever live to see something like that again so yeah so they basically said no match that night which to me sounds incredibly strange so yeah even on the side of you know rock and and john cena but sitting there and looking at this and going like no just give her a different match 
Just anything so else. They were supposed to. They, so the fans were expecting a fight that yeah. night. Yeah. And they just ran an angle instead. So what they did was they said they canceled the fight. So we got that at the very beginning. And I was like, great, fine. That's. And then to fill the time, they were just like, all right, Gabby, where the fuck are you? Yeah, chick, I'm talking about you. And now I'm going to run my mouth about how you fucked me over. Look at this grandma. Look at her. Look. She had to tell her kids and her grandkids that she's coming here today, that she was going to die. And you know what? Now she can't even do that. Yeah, what kind of stress is that? Like, is that like relief or you're like, I like just prepared myself to die today and you're just going to a lot like let me go through with it? No, man. It's it's so weird to see this and and then to try and make sense of it. But here's the weird thing about all of it. You know what I mean? After you say all that shit. Like, I want to see this fight now. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Like, especially when you put it, like, can they gimmick it out? Can they have a house cleaning match or some shit like that? Or can Cyborg jump the rail? Or, like, there's, like, a new shield or some shit? Like, <laughs> I mean, they have a year, Raph. Oh, no. Yeah. This... The ramen, the two ramen come out to, you know, the cup of noodles. Okay, the... you're not far off from where I was, though. Because I said, you know, Gabby was saying, like, she never gave an exact reason steroids but she was trying to allude to something where she goes sorry guys we all go through things and i'm sorry and i was like what do we all go through like if i don't make weight i fully expect to be like yo i'm fat i'm sorry i yeah, don't okay that's not what i bender. do you can go on a bender it's fine but um some facts to note i need you to look at this photo i just sent to you on the facebook here are some facts people uh, her opponent was named Shinobu Kendori. She's 53 years old. I thought she was 51. Yikes. Kendori has also not fought in 17 years. So. Yeah. I want yeah, you to look Gabby at that Garcia photo, is though. Jacked. But is that not China versus Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, well, she's doing the throwback. Um, she's got the throwback outfit to, like, the 91 Survivor Series when they had all those Jeff, like, exactly. Bull, Bull Macano and all of them. 100%. She looks like Ronnie Garvin almost, too. Like, that would have been, like, if you – either or works. But, yeah, with the China Jeff Jarrett angle, that's perfect. So anyway. that does look like an apron. That does look like an apron. <laughs> but I, I need you to understand – okay, just – this is – Is that the president right there? Is that the yeah. guy that's at the vent? I forget exactly what his full name is and how they pronounce it, but just look at this too. Okay, so anyway, what copyright infringement? So you got The Rock, you got John Cena. Um, to me, it was also like him being Vince. Uh, the video I just sent over to you was Gabby Garcia showing off her six pack just like three days out before. Or no, was that was two days? God, I can't even make sense of what days. That's incriminating. Were. It's insane, dude. I want that stomach so bad. Uh, the me? first comment here just said, did you even try to cut weight? <laughs> and it says, so you started the cut nine hours before the actual weigh-ins. Wonderful. Beautiful yeah, see, champ. The best in the business. What a great performer and professional. Oh, okay. This is my favorite. I was going to be like super technical because I was like, oh, this guy's on my tip. Laugh <laughs> my ass off. The most unprofessional thing to date. I was like, yeah, you don't do that. And then right under it, those fake boobs probably weigh 26 pounds. <laughs> God, dude. These Come things on Twitter. Wow. I anyway. want that stomach, though, dude. What? She's jacked. She is jacked. Uh, for You know what? For a split second, I thought Gabby Garcia had blocked me. So, good news. Uh, but anyway, 
Listen, dude, I had put out a very real possibility was when she said, you know, we all go through things. I thought to myself, oh, wait, is she going to do a run in at UFC for Cyborg Home? Because in my brain, the real scenario should have been Cyborg just about to win. Her friend who she's trained with, Gabby Garcia, comes in to hug her friend, knocks her with the championship belt. Your new champion. Yep. Holly Holm. What happened in that fight? I didn't see that fight. Uh, Cyborg, you know, is Cyborg the greatest ever now or what? Cyborg's uh, pretty good. She's also pretty bigger than uh, than Holly Holm, who was feisty and who went in with a lot of moxie and, you know, still didn't win. But she, she put up a fight, man. That's that's the best thing you can say about that scenario is yeah, Holly Holm really took it to her as much as she could. So anyway, folks. That's what's going on in the world of ridiculous. That's not even Wrestle Kingdom. The whole time I'm watching it, I was like, is this just my appetizer to Wrestle Kingdom? Because what the fuck is this? They should put that on like the card at that point, right? I, How do they get in bed with Ryzen? I don't know, dude. Uh, I think you have to go through the Yakuza to get through <laughs> Ryzen. But hey, listen, I don't know those things. I'm just saying that it was very well... It's very well put out there that Pride and the Yakuza, well, maybe not best friends, knew people who knew people. Okay. So anyway, Pride never die. But people who win against the Yakuza Hashtag have. Everything, everything is wrestling. Like that makes it, yeah. it makes it, it makes it better though, right? I hope so. I would, I would watch that as a professional wrestling match. However, Gabby Garcia, or was it Cyborg? Cyborg had teased the fact but she's like, you know, Ronda's done. Maybe we should do a professional wrestling match. So, you know, Cyborg's still looking at that that payday. She understands. They should do that at the halftime at the Super Bowl. It's better than Justin Timberlake, I'll tell you that much. Is that who we're getting? Yeah. Yes. No, fuck him. Oh, my God. He's the Michael Jackson of our era. How man. dare you? Michael Jackson is the Michael Jackson of our era. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Is he the Gen Xer or no? We're Gen Xers. Who's a? Is he? Who's the millennials? Michael Jackson. Let me, uh, the millennials. The, me, the, me, the Migos. It's probably Justin Bieber to them. They're just like he's oh, so great. Okay. He did a spin once, and it was so. <laughs> I can't believe hey, it. That, hey, that boy can ball. You ever seen him play basketball? I've seen him play basketball, but that motherfucker can't dance. Listen, Justin Timberlake also cannot dance, but at least he dances a little bit better than fucking Justin Bieber. I'll say this. Michael Jackson, if we're looking down the lineage, passed the baton. I actually think he literally passed the baton to Usher. So Usher is our true heir apparent. Excuse me. Yes. No, Usher. Oh. Usher, please. I, you, I don't like it when you bring up Usher because that just reminds me of a girl that I once knew. Yeah, that's just the way you make me feel. Listen, he's playing out of the Mike Jackson handbook better than anybody else. And, Not black or white. And I, oh, I hate black or white though. I, I that's don't like, like my that favorite song. song. No, no. That and say say say. I love say say say. There's a great say 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 remix, by the way. I'll I'll send that your way later. Pyt over here. I fucking love pyt. Don't get me started. Thriller's the greatest albums of all times. So everybody knows that. I just want to point this out. Justin Timberlake is such garbage, and I I love the fact that this is where we're at now. But Justin Timberlake is such garbage that the minute him and Janet had that shit go down, he was like, first of all, punking her out and was like, Janet who? 
He was so young then. Every, everybody was then? young. That was fucking 13 years ago. And here's the thing. The NFL is going to bring him back? Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, that's what I said. Alluded back. They bring in the sexy back. Yeah, bringing their sexy back. He's got no sexiness to him. Players don't know. Let me let me tell you something real quick. That is about Justin Timberlake with that song. That when he said, "I brought sexy back," but he did in the Justin Timberlake. I brought sexy back. All of a sudden, Prince heard that. Prince went out and goes, "Sexy never left the building," and you're like, "Oh shit, Prince!" So then. Then Justin Timberlake had to try and write a diss track called Give It To Me with Timbaland and Nelly Furtado in which he said, uh, you know, you're just hating on me because you didn't come up with it. No, motherfucker, he's Prince. He don't need your shit. Justin Timberlake tried to have a diss record. It went to number one because people thought it was a pop song. But he disses both Prince and Janet. Two legends. He is not. Boom. So so why doesn't anybody ever bring up Timberlake in the in the – in in the death of Prince, then that sounds like some foul play to me. He just wanted to make him go bye bye bye. <laughs> God, that was such a stretch. It was a stretch, but it, we all heard it coming, and we said, "You better fucking land this joke." Because it's just like, okay, so have you seen the uh, the joke on the Eminem cipher? Uh, I really enjoy. Well, okay. I this was talking. What? I, no, I did not. So Eminem did that whole freestyle rap about Trump, right? The John Cena, Eddie Guerrero street fight backs <laughs> Essentially, back yes. And so when he did it, uh, somebody did a parody video, and it's very funny. But, like, it's basically showing how ridiculous some of M's rhymes have gotten while he's still trying to be playful. And he's like, what do you call a pastor or a Batman that leaves before church is done? Christian Bale. Now, <laughs> that just stands alone. I mean, that's almost like an, you know, but you can't write it because you'd have to, bail would be spelled wrong. But the, as he <laughs> said it the other day, with? we played it at one of my gyms and <laughs> one of my homies, he was playing the track. He knows the joke is coming. He doesn't laugh and then holds and then like a little kid who can't contain it anymore bursts crying. And I was like, fuck you. If you were doing like those dad jokes things, you would have lost right then and there, sir. Anyway, so, go on. No, I wanted to defend Sexy back. Go for it. We got to start closing this thing down. You so. don't know about punk rock, Raph. Okay. That is the most punk rock song I've heard. That and Hey Ya are two of the most punk rock songs that you would never think uh, are punk rock. And that's just the essence of punk rock. Let's so discuss need- this. Justin Timberlake sounds like a transvestite. Did they use a transvestite filter on that one? No, that's a bad thing, but he just sounds like one. Uh, second of all, I want to point out something about, like, Justin as a thing. I don't really mind him. But when we start to put him in the level of Michael Jackson, I say no. When they said that he was going to be there for the halftime show, I'm like, Jesus Christ, we've run out of people, haven't we? All right, fine. When do we get to the holograms? Listen, I'll tell you this right now. Britney Spears dancing at one-fourth speed. And lip syncing her heart out would put on a better show than Justin Timberlake. Well, Axel Axel Rose in a chair? Nope, nope, nope. Just you'd rather see Justin Timberlake do Justin Timberlake at Madison Square Garden on Blu-ray than watch Axel Rodden in a chair? I mean, Axel Rodden, Axel Rose. Jesus, <laughs> just watching ECW. Thing yeah, I was about great. to say. I was like, you can tell the references are oh. coming in here. Anyway. It's kind of the same thing, though. They don't. 
Here's what like, I'm going to say. Both like, of them in the chair. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Justin, no. But let's do this. What's coming up next? So we've got Wrestle Kingdom. When does that happen, sir? I think on the 4th. What's today? The 1st? Yeah, I was about to say, I, I feel like it happens in a couple days. Um, so we'll probably come back to you guys and talk with you a little bit about that. Uh, Royal Rumble's coming up in a little while, but we'll probably have another show before then. And then you guys, you know, hey, listen, you're our eyes and ears out there, world. If there's somebody out there that you would like us to talk to who's a pro wrestler, hit us up, dude. We definitely want to start talking with people who are doing good things on the indie circuit. And if you happen to know somebody who's like, you know, in the dubs, you can tell us that too. But we want to give credit. You know, one of the resolutions I came up with this year, Mike, this is real. I would like to promote more indie wrestlers. I would like to get their voices and their stories told on this show. So that is something I would like to do. So if you guys are listening to this and you got people who you think deserve a little bit of attention, send them our way. Well, I don't want to name drop. You know, that's the like first cardinal rule of Fight Club. Don't be name dropping, but I think we can come up with some people. I think we need to uh, talk to Alan. He, he's throwing a show, mm. and he's chock full of – I'm telling you, he was so excited that I guess Chris Hero called him to go to lunch, and he just wants to talk about that. But that's random that they were doing NXT, but that was just his um, – when uh, Chris Hero or Cassius Ono was in the Indies, so I'm I'm sure we could possibly come up with something. Well, let's start game planning. Um, I'm very excited for this year, New Year, New Meme. You guys, that's, that's a great hashtag. Yep, better than that John Cena one. What was that? <laughs> earn the day. Hashtag, hashtag earn the day. No, 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 no. Earn the day sounds like one of the rejected titles from like Les Mis. Where they're just like, earn the day, and people go, nah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I can't. I'm telling you, I can't believe that's a legit hashtag. And I really like the one that you, the new year, new meme. New year, new meme. There's also a new year, new weave because uh, <laughs> Kelly's mom was in town, so my wife's mom, and uh, she saw a uh, black female uh, hair shop, and she's like. It's New Year's Eve, and it's like 5 o'clock. She goes, are people really getting their hair done on New Year's Eve? What? And, like, my wife and I just turned to her and go, yeah, New Year, New Weave. You said it at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's why yeah. we're married. Oh. So that's what high I five. got on. Oh, it was major high fives. And because uh, my wife is white, it was even whiter. Um but I just I enjoyed the fact that we could both agree. So New Year, New Weave. So if you don't like New Year, New Meme, that's fine. I like that a lot. But New Year, New Weave, uh, because I just like the, the innocence of when Sue is like, but are people really getting their hair done? It's like, yeah, Sue, people go out on New Year's Eve. Do you know this? Did she laugh at the joke or did she think it was like, oh, God, stop it? Here's what she did. She did one of those like, oh, you guys. <laughs> so we got one of those. But me and my wife knew that was hot fire. I went home and I immediately hashtag that shit. And I was like, me. That is good. So, Oh, you took credit for it? Oh, 100%. It's like almost like a jinx, though. Like who? Like that's like when both people talk about the Royal Rumble. It's like when both people Please. touch the, the last you two. You think my wife doesn't? Entitle herself to 50% of my fucking hashtags as is. There's some kind of footage somewhere. First thing about getting married. My hashtags are her hashtags. And that's fucking, ugh, I tell you. This is the world we really live in, by the way. Right. 
And I've I've done this thing where I looked, oh, by the way, motherfuckers, if you want to see our website, go to real heels are we just heelsection.com now? Is that what happened? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just did heel sec. I think we have the rights. Let's double check this. We have the rights to heelsection.com. So if you were ever referencing I, this to your friends, you no longer have to fucking go I, through back channels to find it. You know what's crazy? We got that H and heel for free. We did. <laughs> the first one came free. No, now our the gig is up, dude. Uh oh. I think I just got an email from oh. a, a Paul Levesque, a blue blood. Hi, my name is Paul Levesque, and I am a blue blood from <laughs> the province of Warsaw, England. Time out, time out, time out. If you don't start immediately making Nigerian princes <laughs> Triple H, then you are failing. Yeah. In Paul life Levesque, right Paul Levesque started to go find me to save his fledgling... <laughs> to say this uh, federally NXT program. You know what? It really does read like that. Wow. That's amazing. Would people would give in to that, right? No, oh, 100%. They're, uh, they're fledgling indie promotion known <laughs> as, you might have heard of it. NXTs. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, let's do this. We're going to come see you guys very soon again. But uh, this is going to do it for this week's installment of Heel Section. If you like us, follow us on the Instagrams. Follow us on the social medias. Recommend HeelSection.com to your friends. Tell people that you want to see more from us. And maybe we'll do it. Riff and Raph. Raph. This has been Riff and Raph. My name's Raph. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't tweet me.